got the profit up. shenanigans josh vs josh season five it's resurrection time josh vs josh was dead but now they're back again sweet show was an amazing guest stars ryan right shot lasers from the death star matt zipped in and he zipped out but no one knows what he was talking about jds took a rest he spread his wings and flew far far away but now he's back to rule the pod game spitting on a little guy's face Eating ice cream and potting all over the place Tom Nook is a crook but Corey is working hard for the bells Only PayPal lemon friends and family for that guy sells. Jazz says sticky food makes it hard to wipe Especially when you're up potting all dang night Takes a break to read some 17 Steve Buscemi on the cover of his magazine Recycle some jokes and bring the garlic bread Because Josh vs Josh is back potting again Yeah Hello, and welcome to Carpool Shenanigans, where we have Tekken a Cal difficulties 24-7. I am your host, Justin Waltz. With me, as always, is a man who has fished for Moby Dick his entire life, searching for the white whale. Girthy as it is, he plans to catch it mouth first one of these days. Uh, my my co-host... Mitch Glasgow. Mm, I love the intro. Uh, yeah, it's, a, it's the best it, part. It, it makes me want to go fist deep in a fish. Fist deep. A little graphic for our, our younger viewers. Um, <laughs> Spe- speaking um, of graphic, um, I think we have a guest today, right? We do. The woman responsible for burning the legend um my mom also knows joe mama joe mama <laughs> <I'm> joe mama <laughs> it's joe mama get your ass home joe get joe mama get your ass home yeah well, I joe was, mama said we were going freestyle but i feel like i've got a better route and parenting advice for the younger generation I think oh, that's shit. the hilarious route I want to go. Um, first, do we need to bring back street lights? Get home. I, mean, I feel like every kid from the 90s knows if the street lights come on and you're not home, there's an ass beating waiting to happen. Well, of course. That goes back as far as my days. Yeah. You know, that was that was the thing. You may not, and I was talking to somebody about that the other day. I missed part of that, that you could go out and ride your bike or play with your friends or do whatever and you weren't in front of the tv you're just out having a blast and when it started getting dark yeah you get home mm. or you're gonna get your ass beat yes usually and it wasn't one of those i can't miss what you on your better you're gonna go to timeout i never went to timeout in my life ever until i became an adult and i needed to do it to get away from my kids <laughs> and i was like okay my mommy's in timeout um but it just wasn't something that was done it was Get your ass out there and pick a switch. <laughs> right. 
but I, you know, I guess I started to say, well, I grew up just fine, but we all know I have some mental issues. Um, but I mean, you know, it didn't, it didn't hurt me. I wasn't beaten. I just got my ass whipped when I needed it. And then my grandmother on top of that, after switching my butt would say, okay, now go sit down in that chair. Really? Who wants to sit down after a butt whooping? Oh, no one. I never, that never made any sense. The other phrase I always hated was, wait till we get home. And I tried to instill that when you knew kids. I don't know how well I did. (laughs) But I don't know. I feel like the waiting was the biggest suspense part, the not knowing when it was going to happen. And I always would try to get my grandma to laugh, you know, and if I could get her to laugh, I'd go, oh, cool. <laughs> I'm not going to get beat. No, that's not how that worked. Grandma laughed. She'd be very, very pleasant until we got inside the house with our groceries. And then it was, it was on. Yeah. So I learned to respect my elders, though. And I think we lack that today in a lot of children. And unfortunately, even in some mid-adults, I'll say mid-age, you know. Yeah. Not you, because I taught you better. But there's people that just, yeah, yeah, you know, every once in a while, it didn't hurt you. My favorite was that when you were given the choice between timeout or getting a spanking, you always chose a spanking. And I never understood that until you finally explained it. Which was then it was done. <laughs> it was done and over. Cool. <laughs> Go back to playing your Xbox, you know. Yeah. As long as there wasn't any blood, you could still play Xbox. And with the timeout, you locked in a room for a couple <clears throat> hours on end. And yeah. That just felt like a waste of time. Yeah. Oh. Mitch, were you ever given the choice, spankings or timeout? Yeah, I was. There's a few times I was offered that. Now, which and one I, did you choose? Timeout. Time, <laughs> why though? That's I feel like that's more like a oh just a waste of time. Because I didn't get no little SWAT. I got like I got I got the hand of God on my ass. <laughs> they pulled out their best WWE moves. Yeah, jumping from the top yeah. rope. Exactly. Yes. Like they're it's like a Ric Flair to my ass cheek. There you go. That's I'm actually imagining that. That's not a beautiful sight. No, all. it isn't. With my dad's gorilla-looking hands, no way. <laughs> yeah, see, it's I wasn't my- that intimidating. <laughs> so I imagine, you know, mine wasn't too bad because I really wasn't that scary. It was like, oh, wait, Mom's going to give me a swat or two? <laughs> all right, whatever. Was that a fly? <laughs> my, my dad was fair, though. He at least... I remember one time he got out the. He, uh, he told me to go pick out a belt, and I picked out a belt with like metal things on it, and it had circles on, uh, around it. It was just a uh, just a hipster belt looking thing. Anyways, I brought it down to him because I thought because of the holes in it, it would um, wouldn't it wouldn't hurt as bad. Well, I was wrong. So he goes. He looked at me and he goes, "Listen." I'm going to give you another chance. <laughs> he goes, why don't you go and get, me, get another belt? And I said, why? And he goes, because that's going to hurt. So, <laughs> so he I could beat you with that. Yeah, he goes, don't get me wrong. I'll beat you with it. 
<laughs> but you're not Mitch. going to school next week. <laughs> yeah. Mitch comes back with a two by four. Is this better? <laughs> yeah. 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 Why do you have a 12 gauge? <laughs> that remember, escalated so quick. Justin, do you remember our uh, the beat em, <laughs> the beat em paddle, I guess. I don't know what we call it. I don't think it ever actually got used. No, 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 no. Thank God. It got threatened to be used, but it never was actually used. It wasn't that threatening until there was holes drilled into it, where it looked like a giant fly swatter. Yeah. It it looked like a gigantic, how do I put it? It was wood, but it looked almost like a cutting board with a handle on it. And then then dad typed in there, who's your daddy? <laughs> so, yeah, just this, you know, that's what I call respectable fear. It's a good thing for your children, as we were talking about child raising anyway. It's a good thing for them to fear you to a certain amount, as long as it's, it's a healthy fear, you know? It's like, oh, she fighter, that I'm going to be in so much trouble. But you don't want them going, you know, don't hit me, mama, don't hit me, you know? Yeah, yeah. Especially yeah. not in the grocery store. That always yeah. looks bad. But. Yeah, I think yeah. there's, you know, it's hard. Kids don't come with manuals. And even if, like, for example, Justin had come with a manual saying, okay, hey, this is what you do. Then his sister came along. And it would have had to have been a whole new manual. Yeah. Because she was a whole completely different child. And the same with Austin. You know, each child is different. And so it's hard to. I think it's, yeah. I think it's presence. I think it's the way you. You actually, I refer it to as an alpha thing. So it's like, it's just like training your dogs. <laughs> like, I hate to say it, but it, it's just like training your dogs. Like, when I walk, when, whenever, whatever I say, that goes. If you have any question about it and you would like to fight me for dominance, that's fine with me too. <laughs> but I'll tell you right now, I'm going to whoop that ass. <laughs> so is it the kids these days is it the lack of fear i guess that lets them just run over their parents to yes that's exactly what it is it's because now it's all of a sudden switch because now the kids have all this leverage so now the parents actually fear the kids in my case i don't give up i will mess you up i will mess you up at a certain yeah. point, like at a certain point, like I'm. Don't get me wrong. It's not like my kids, like, hey, can I have some milk? And I'm like, it's past eight o'clock, and he goes, yeah, is that still okay? And then I just all of a sudden I headbutt him in the face. <laughs> you know? Didn't you, know, you say no, your son? Didn't you say your son came up to you and said, "What's up, bro?" Oh, he or did. What he said? <laughs> yeah, he goes. He goes, what's up, bro? And I was like, what did you say to me? Like, Yeah, kids are awesome. They really are. But the thing is, you have to treat them with respect, too. You know, you can't just demand yeah. respect or manners from that child. It's, it's easier if you model that behavior for yeah. them. And that that's what true. they see. Because if you're treating people respectfully and... You know, Austin, I was telling Justin earlier today, Austin will open the door for somebody. He's 21 now. He'll open the door for somebody, and if they don't say thank you, the second they get past the door, he goes, you're welcome. 
<laughs> but you know, I get that. It's hey, I would angry. be the same way. I'd be the same way. People just, it's not the same. It's no, just it not the same. same. Kids have no respect for adults. None. No. Um, it, it's rare to see that. It used to be rare to see a child that disrespected their parents or their teachers. Oh, my Lord, you didn't respect your teacher. If you didn't respect your teacher, I remember getting sent to the principal's office and told I was going to be a spanking. <laughs> yeah, and they, my dad told me stuff like that. Yeah, they, my, they called my grandma and she said, don't you dare touch that child. <laughs> but, you know, there were, there were situations I probably deserved it. I don't know. I was a good kid, really, for the most part. But I had the fear of God put in me, you know. We went to church in those days. We said the Pledge of Allegiance every morning. We said there was a school prayer every morning. And... I understand when they wanted to take prayer out, you know, everybody has their right to their own religion and how they want to live. But it was like with the Pledge of Allegiance, you know, I don't know, it just kind of feels like everything started going downhill from there. So that, and of course, I lived in Wichita and BTK came around in 1974 and he had killed the people, the first family that he killed, the Otero family, lived about four or five blocks from our house. Let me tell you, as a child, our world ended that day because I was probably, say, I would have been five. And all of a sudden it was, you don't walk to a friend's, you don't play outside, you don't do anything. If you're going to walk, I would walk down to a friend's house and she lived like six or seven houses down. And my grandma would call her mother and they'd both go stand outside and watch me walk. And we did the same thing when I came home. It was terrifying. Yeah. I don't know how I got off on serial killers, but you want to talk about it anymore? I know a whole bunch. <laughs> um, Mitch is big on so I guess I, the whole parenting thing, I always look back and try to think where it started or where it started going downhill. Um, <laughs> lack of fear was the one. I always mm -hmm. thought Facebook was kind of the start of a different era. Oh, yeah. Yes. Um, yes, it was. Cell phones. Uh, but, if you know you what six-year-old needs a cell phone? Oh well, yeah, but that's just—I mean, mm -hmm. that's just all of our kid problem. I'm thinking adult problems. When did we? I don't want to say go soft, but when did parents start fearing how they raise their kids? Like, I'm, I always try to find a source where it started. And, I think it. I think it. Yeah, I think it ended with. I think it ended with us. Like, I mean, really, with our generation and everything, because. All, well, of a, all of a sudden, MySpace got extinct, and MySpace wasn't really shit anyways. But you had Facebook that all of a sudden became popular, and then everybody just started doing social media and all of that. And that's, I blame the world on Facebook. I don't give a shit. I'm going to back you up one, and I'm going to blame my generation. Because it was during that time that we stopped expecting certain things from our children mm -hmm. um, there's a lot of people that are my age their kids are you know, junkies they're in jail they're and it was because I think because people will some people rebuild mm -hmm. as I'm not gonna raise my child like I was raised my parents are horrible I'm not gonna be that strict on my kids so they went too far in the opposite way going do what you want be free I gave my kids a lot of freedom as teenagers. Um, if, if they 
acted like they deserved it, especially Justin. He was very responsible. So when he'd say, Mom, can I go to Independence with a friend? We're going to go watch a movie. Mm, and I'd be like, yeah. Cute. And I always would say, you know, well, what time? Because he'd say, what time do you want me home? And I'd say, what time do you think you, you're going to be home? And he'd always, midnight. He'd, he'd go, um, 11 o'clock. And I'd be like, oh, well, I was going to give you midnight. So if you're not going to be home by midnight, you need to call me. You know, car broke down, you stuck too long, whatever, call me. You don't call me, I'm going to beat your ass. <laughs> but as long as you call me and let me know, we're good. Yeah. And I found that, at least with me, giving them a choice was always great because they always said something earlier than I was going to make them do anyway. <laughs> That's like the same thing with punishments. What do you think your punishment should be for this? When they get, you know, 10, 11, 12, what do you think your punishment can be? Well, really? Okay, that's what you think. Well, I was only going to grind for a week. So, which would you rather do? The two weeks you said or the week I said? You know? <laughs> but it gives them some, I think it gives them some responsibility, and I'm hoping that maybe they didn't then resent me as much or think I was as strict. I was still, you know, I still want to know where the heck you're at and who you're with. But... You have to give your kids some freedom, but not all freedom. Yeah. And it's a hard balance. It's hard balancing that line and knowing, you know, well, nobody knows where the line is. I've fallen off that line a million and one times. Well, see, what do you with, do? With Alex and Trevor, I went kind of opposite. I, I, they're three and four stations so much better. But if, say, Alex and Trevor does something to Trevor, I'll ask Trevor what Alex's punishment should be. And usually he'll say spanking, but I think when they get older and they get that option, I'll be able to ask them, why do you think he deserves that? So they can analyze their own problem and yeah. hopefully solve their own shit going forward. And that's easier uh, to do yeah. too when they're little and when they're that close. If I would have yeah. asked you what's your sister's punishment, you would tell me I needed to choke her and beat her ass every yeah, time. I would have. I'd still do that. And she would be like, uh, I don't know, make it, don't let him play a game for a day. No, Thunderdome style. <laughs> but see, that's like the difference, like, though, also, you know, every, of course, father is different on how, you know, they're going to be a parent. They're always going to have different techniques and, and everything's going to, you know, like, yeah, so... I always took, when I was, people were, were telling me, I was getting advice from everywhere when Justin was little, you know, my grandma, my mom, Jamie's mom, just everybody. And you finally have to get to where you use your own common sense. You take in what everybody tells you, you know, some of it you're going to throw out the window because it's crap. But if you take a little bit of wisdom from the women or the parents, you know, men, women, from the parents that have come before you that you admire or that you trust and respect their advice, then you take all of that with what you know and you decide what's best. I, th I think you should, you know, yeah. get it, get ideas when you need to, but I think too, as, as time goes on, you start feeling more comfortable in it, you know. But she, by the time yeah. we got to the third kid, it was like, oh, did you strap him into his car? Oh, shit, he's not strapped in. Stop the car. <laughs> you know? Where with but Justin, it was like, does he have all these fingers and toes? Is he breathing? Oh, my God. You know? So, there are yeah, differences. I think I'm from first child, the second child is 
first child, I wasn't up with Alex because he was waking up, you know, being loud, waking me up. I was up making sure he didn't turn over and lose his breath. Yeah. Now, Trevor, on the other hand, he runs face first into walls, and I think he's okay. So, <laughs> I don't want to say that I've given up on the second child, but it's, I realized how durable you they can be. <laughs> you learn they're they're very resilient, and it's not you know not a little uh, thing that's going to uh, break them. I'm sure Matt, or I'm sorry, Matt. Duh, where'd that come from? I'm sure Mitch has some kiddo stories. Oh shoot, I have kiddo stories at the Wazoo. Can can we do the tickling foot story? Oh yeah, I'll tell you about when I was. I'll tell you about when I was a piece of shit parent for a second. <laughs> <laughs> That's I didn't really take time. it that route, but when I hear the story, it reminds no, me it, that. Oh, trust me. Yeah, it was like I, I literally, the dad of the award year got taken away from me. So, um, <laughs> so I remember like, so I do not like to be woken up at all. I'm very grumpy, very, very grumpy. And you cannot tickle me. Like I do not, especially when I'm waking up and it's just bad. Like it's not mm. good. Bad timing, yeah. Bad timing. So anyway, so. My middle daughter came in with uh, my mom, I think, and my sister. Yeah, anyways. So, anyways, so Zoe, she was tickling my feet, and I'm asleep, just dead asleep. And in my sleep, when she was tickling me, I just, just kicked the shit out of her. I mean, she flew back and hit the ground, and I felt like, and she just was like, crying. I was like, oh my goodness, I couldn't believe that I did that. Because right when I hit her, I immediately woke up and I was like, I think I just hit a child. Yeah. But here's my point from getting you to tell this story, though. What did you learn from it? Because a reaction like that, I feel like that's, as parents, that's where we learn the most. So <laughs> what did you take away from that type of reaction? So I'll tell you what what I took about. So for now on, because I'm usually like a paranoid, kind of like skittish kind of person. Like I'm just and so now, ever since that happened, I haven't forgot it. So if something like that happens, I always like <laughs> in the back of my conscience, I don't freak out. Well, that's good. Yeah. yeah. It's hard. Don't get me wrong. Live, I still wake learn. up in a piss-ass mood. <laughs> but I bet more importantly, your daughter will never, ever, ever wake anybody up by tickling their feet. Ever. No, she will not. No. <laughs> no, so we all not. learn. You know. Yeah. Everything all... is a learning experience. When you smack your kid into a wall, oh, shit, sorry, baby. You're not bleeding, right? Okay, good. Uh... I was, hey, Joe, don't get me wrong. I was there faster. I was there oh, yeah, quick. yeah. It was like a, man. Instant, yes. Instant yeah. alert. Literally, right <laughs> when it happened, I watched people walk into my house, take off the dad of the award trophy, and say, <laughs> you can go fuck yourself. And then, yes, <laughs> uh -oh. no. they just, they start throwing holy water and just yelling shame over and over. <laughs> yeah. Bringing torches. Yeah. Yeah. I had to walk. Yeah, I did the walk of shame. <laughs> I did yeah, I'm shame. just saying that stuff like that where we learn, and I'm that may just be us as person, but I feel like as parents, it's those big moments that we should take the most important lessons out of. Yeah, or letting my daughter watch. 
or letting my daughter watch Walking Dead for a little bit when she was little. Uh, bad parents' oh, hey. choice. When Justin was little, he was four. Three or four. I think he was four. When Diary of a Vampire came out. And I never let him watch things like that, ever. And he begged me and begged me and begged me for probably two solid weeks. Please, Mommy, please. And I kept saying, Justin, no, you're not going to watch that. You're going to have nightmares. Mommy, I promise you I'm going to have nightmares. I said, yes, you're going to have nightmares, and then you're going to be waking me up. I promise, Mommy, I won't wake you up. And if I have any nightmares, I won't wake up, but I'm not going to have any nightmares. So finally, one evening, I gave in, you know, what's that I am. <laughs> Uh, for here, here, sweetie, let's pop some popcorn or watch Diary of a Vampire and watch all these people getting their necks bitten. But he sat right there and he loved that movie. Absolutely loved it. So from then on out, it's kind of like, I mean, I didn't let him watch uber gory stuff until he was older. And then I don't know what he watched. I, well, unless we go back to that story from earlier. But he uh, just, you know, it's like, okay, you're not going to be afraid of him. Don't be afraid of him. But it's like the kids now, you know, if you keep doing something I told you not to do and you fall down and you break your arm or you break your leg, I'm a little cruel now. I used to be like, don't do it, don't do it. Now I'm like, all right, you keep that crap up and you fall down. Don't come to me asking me to take you anywhere. Don't come crying to me and I ain't taking you to the, you know, it's too late tonight. I'm not taking you to the ER. So. <laughs> I'm learning the hard way. Sounds like yeah. you had a rough life there, Justin. Uh, no, it wasn't so much him. It I'm wasn't so much child. him, it's his sister. His sister was the one that jumped off the back of the couch repeatedly. Uh, looks like Mitch left. Yeah, we lost Mitch. <laughs> That's right, I didn't want to talk to him anymore anyway. And now, a word from our sponsor. You know, you're a good looking dude now that I think about it. Well, I appreciate that. Yeah. Yeah. Were you just born like that, or did it have to like take years of perfection? It took years of perfection, just years of molding and sculpting, and then cutting and depression. Lots of depression was added to this mix. Right. Yeah, they don't say that about Michelangelo's paintings. <laughs> yeah. Every time he did the Mona Lisa, was it the Mona Lisa? Right. Yeah. Sure. Yeah, yeah, sure. <laughs> I, I know he's a famous artist, but I don't know what he did in particular. Yeah, I mean, if you want to blame me for not knowing who that fucking is guy is, then I guess go fuck yourself. Yeah, yeah, got Michelangelo and Picasso and yeah. the other Ninja Turtles. Um, yeah, yeah, I wasn't a painter, all right. <laughs> I, I was a finger yeah. painter. I, I don't want to know what that means, actually. Okay. So, if if you were, like, back in, you know, say, 1800s, would you think you would have been better off as a painter or a sculptor? Uh, a sculptor. Sculptor? <laughs> yeah. Could you imagine my paintings? Jesus. <laughs> no way. <laughs> we're just going to put that little dot right here. Right there's where it goes. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's... That's all right. Forgot to mention we have a guest joining us today. Oh. Uh, Who's right that? Here. Who's that? His mom. Oh! Hi. The woman that birthed you. 
or we yep. hope so. Uh, pretty sure, yeah. As egg style, just like a snake. It's not eggs. There was no no snake type stuff involved. Did you say? <laughs> yeah, that was like. Did you say that you did egg salad stuff? No, no. Oh yeah, for sure. Okay, that's I was how just wondering. Made. Well, that's what I was wondering <laughs> if Justin was made from egg salad or something. Um, is it a bad <laughs> thing to say now? I wish I'd gotten a sperm donor. <laughs> Uh, yeah, probably not. Yeah, I've been divorced long enough. It's okay to say that. <laughs> just talk to this to your dad. I took the wrong one. So, Mitch, do you have any questions about the legend of Justin? Is that what we're doing? Is the legend of D Justin? That is fantastic. Uh, just I'll, any I'll questions at all, but I will answer questions about Justin. I mean, I'm fantastic. I would love that. So you don't have any light. Well, you can turn that on. I'm like, we're too dark. I can't see. Let's see here. There. We'll just we'll just put me on the camera. Justin didn't need to be on there. He's on here now. Now we got. Now you can see me. <laughs> Yeah, you can't just bail. That don't make no sense. This is this is about you. Yeah. Well, we ain't too worried about the lighting. I am. Might look, you know, sure we get my best side. <laughs> Which is the crazy one. Well, Mitch, do you have any questions? Any at all? Uh. <laughs> uh Hey, there's something up with your mic. Yeah. Hey, there you go. Just keep it. All right. So, qu question. <laughs> there it goes again. No. Can you hear me? Oh, he's on mute. Oh. He's on mute. <coughs> Terry Dactyl. Terry Dactyl. Kaka, kaka. I'm starting to feel a little ridiculous. Why are we muted? All right. Is that any better? <laughs> yeah. No, we can't. Are you him. muted now? Son of a bitch. What? I'm muted? Did you mute me? <laughs> what the fuck just happened? Yeah. Can you? Yeah. Okay. <clears throat> On. A little technical issue, no worries. Yeah. Oh, that's all right. Like, just add a uh, monkey, you know, trying to fix the TV or something. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> the little cat that says, hang in there. Hang in there. Yeah. So you're already recording all this? Or... Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's okay. fine. Cool. Oh, yeah. That's it, the one I... thing I don't like about StreamYard is if you don't 
go live at a certain time, they just remove it from Facebook. Oh. Yeah. Well, you were you didn't like introduce me necessarily, so I just wondered. Oh, I never introduce anybody. <laughs> How's anybody <laughs> supposed to know who I am? I said mom. Okay. Yeah, I want to do first name, last name, home address. Yeah, that was a bit too. Personal. Hey, now, now, I'm looking for a replacement here, so you never know. <laughs> if you um, want my name and address, just message. <laughs> oh my goodness! <laughs> hey, I've been widowed for 13 years. 13 years. So you know, I'm taking applications. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, I did not must want not to be think an about addict. That. Must not need me to provide for your income. Yeah, must yeah. have your own car. Just you know, just those little little important things. Oh, are, are, is this we turned it into a dating game for your mom? <laughs> <laughs> I just said, hey, I want to be on your podcast. I didn't tell him what I was going to say. <laughs> So we're going to ask weird questions about okay. – so I want to know weird things about Justin. So let me ask <laughs> one here. So let's see here. Um, weird thing. What is the weirdest thing that you have caught Justin doing? That I have caught. <laughs> I don't think masturbation would count as weird. That's more natural in my opinion. <laughs> but the story was great. Um, <laughs> that I – um, let's say that I have experienced with him or seen him do, or that I've heard about, uh, that you've experienced with him. Yeah. Do I tell that story? Oh, <laughs> yes, you do. Worse. Okay. Yes, they do. So Justin's a, a young man, approximately 15, 16 years old. Okay. About 15. And we had this long hallway in our house. And at the end of the hallways, it was either his bedroom on the on the right or our bedroom on the left. And we didn't really use our bedroom a lot. But I happened to be back there. And I walked out the door. And Justin was, let's say, pleasuring himself. Right there. <laughs> Open doorway. Everything. And... My first thought is, thank God this was not his brother or sister because they would be traumatized. <laughs> and I walked out. I mean, I, I think I was just stunned. I just had this shock look on my face because I got out to the living room. And my husband said, what's the matter? <laughs> and I, I sat there for a second. I said, you need to go talk to that boy because I don't ever, ever want to see that again. <laughs> Now, here's the real question. When cop mitch, do you keep going to finish, or do you just stop right there? <laughs> I wanna... no, tell me, then I'll know about your brother. <laughs> <laughs> I would have slowly looked over. No, actually, no, I would have put a Maintain way past. eye contact. Maintain eye contact. I've been like, hey, what's, what's going on? Next time, remember to cover that shit. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. And then I just thought, way to go, Mom. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, yeah, that's probably that's probably all right. The most shocking. That's all right. When I got caught, I remember uh, uh, being scared. I remember uh, having to have that long talk in the morning. <laughs> no, I, I just sent Doug to do that. 
And it wasn't, I mean, I think I did probably say something later. It's like, you know, I know it's normal. I know you're going to do this. That's fine. Just make sure that the door is closed. So your brother and sister don't walk in on you. Yeah. And, you know, and could you that- please start leaving me some conditioner in the shower? I, outside of that would be it. Ben, can you please leave your cousins out of it? <laughs> I didn't have to worry about that. Thank God. Um, <laughs> They all live far enough apart, you know, and <laughs> we're not from Kentucky. <laughs> or Mississippi, Alabama, or Louisiana, and we weren't from them places. Fucking roll tide. We might be some hicks, but we's Kansas hicks, you know? 